Santa. Oh, I just put on a naughty hat. I made it a reveal, as I like to do. I but loved I it. I have headphones, and I'm trying to wear this <laughs> naughty hat. Um, anyway, <laughs> welcome to Review That Review, the podcast dedicated to reviewing... Reviews! Yay! We're just like Siskel and Ebert. Only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. That's Chelsea Don. And that's Trey Gerald. And together, we are the Review Queens. And if you want to support the show while getting bonus and exclusive content, including a members-only after-show podcast, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash review that review. Oh, Chelsea girl, I don't know if this naughty hat tipped you off, but... Merry Christmas! Yay. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> Only a hippopotamus will do. <laughs> have you ever heard that song? I haven't. It, was that Liza? I don't know who it was. Some, I don't. I don't some know. Child singer. First of all, love it. Second of all, no, never heard that song before. They wanted a hippopotamus. For Christmas? Yeah, it's just like some random, like, I guess, Christmas song from back when, like, men went to war and right cleaned in the streams. I don't know. Sure. Oh, yes. Cleaning in the streams was a, With big, a washboard. big deal back in the day. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Merry Ho-Ho, as my mom says. It is oh. our Christmas episode. It's true. Merry Christmas, queens. Merry Christmas to all who celebrate. Yeah. Girl, how was your week? My week was was great. I had an audition today that I had not very much time to prepare. So that's always, you know, a rush. But it went mm. it went well and I had a good time and I got to work with my coach, Taylor, who I love and adore. So great, great day so far. How about you, Trey? That's nice. You know, I've been having a great week. We're still working on training Hunter and, you know, our dog Winnie knows how to play dead. If we say bang. Yeah, you showed me. It was cool. Right. So um, we're still working on down with Hunter, but it's coming along. We just have to remember to work on him. It's a work in progress. Yeah. That's great. But um, things are good. I'm glad that it's Christmas time. You know, people tend to be a little cheerier. It is true. I think it's the music. Just hearing that hippopotamus song already made me feel better, you know? I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Well, aside from all this Christmas joy, should we get into some Christmas non-joy? Yes. Chelsea, would you like to? Lodge a complaint. I would. As a Christmas gift to myself, I would love to lodge a complaint, if that's okay. (laughs) I really hate it when I'm eating and I have to sneeze. Oh. You know? Like, just very inconvenient timing. What, like what do I what am I supposed to do with that? Like if I sneeze, it's just gonna be terrible. And it does it does like kick off that like rubbing your head and patting yeah. your stomach thing. Well, well yeah. also there's food in the mouth, so not to be gross. Mm-hmm. You know, what I, like there's just like a lot to negotiate. Correct. And um, 
Did this happen to you recently? It did. It did. It happened to me right before we were recording. And I was like, I guess I could lodge that as a complaint. I was, yeah, I was eating a salad, chewing on that lettuce. And then I had a sneeze. And like, listen, I, I did it. I, I nailed the landing. I was able to swallow and then sneeze. But it was stressful. Like, I was very, mm. very stressed out in the moment. There's certain things like um, sneezing while driving. Also very mm. bad. Do you Scary. know, apparently when you sneeze, you close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're you're driving like with your eyes closed for a second, which is also terrifying. Mm-hmm. So the timing of that, it's just like I love a good sneeze. I I hate when sneezes get cut off early. You know, like when you're mm. like, oof, I just want that. Sne-. So so thank you sneezes because I think it serves a purpose, getting the dust out or whatever. Is this gross? I don't, I don't yeah. know. But like everyone you know, sneezes, everybody sneezes, right? We got to write that book. But I, I like a good sneeze, but the timing of the sneeze or or the need that, you know, we have so many things that could interfere with the completion of the sneeze, you know? For sure. Or when somebody says, God bless you before you've sneezed, ugh. Mm. it's like bad juju. Then all of a sudden the sneeze doesn't come out. So a lot of thoughts around sneezing. Yeah, I hear you. That is a that's a great complaint. Thank I you. do take Zyrtec every day. Yeah, um, I do too. With my sneezing. Yeah. yeah, sneezing, complicated. Anyway, Trey, what is your complaint? Tell us. So my complaint, I thought of, and then as I was like writing it down, I was like, oh, maybe this is gross. Okay. Well, we have gross but, complaints today, both of us. Well, here's a but here's a question: mm-hmm. How often do you wear your denim jeans before washing them? I am a little bit OCD, so I wash them pretty often. I'll be honest. Like I'm. But will I, you wear them twice? I wear them twice. Twice, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's my here's my complaint. Yeah, I will wear my jeans many times before washing them, and I leave my wallet and my jeans. Mm-hmm. And so when I am putting the jeans back on, there is no way to put the jeans back on without the pocket that has my little wallet in it getting flipped around. Oh, yeah. I I can't put (laughs) it in without it flipping inside out, basically. Right. So then I get my jeans on, and then I have to do this weird contortion dance where I'm, like, putting my hand into my pocket to try to, like, push the fabric forward (laughs) towards the flat. It's one of those things that I don't even, like, acknowledge is happening, but I thought about it today because... It is so annoying. I, I don't know why the pocket goes the wrong way. Do you think it's wallet specific or you think anything in there would, would flip out? Well, like when I have gone to the gym, it happens all the time at the gym as well. Mm-hmm. Or if I leave like my phone or my keys in the pocket, those will flip inside out too. It's not okay. flipping inside out. It's like, you know, the fabric of the pocket material. Yes. It's just two sheets of fabric inside behind the jeans. Yes. Denim. Mm-hmm. So you're pulling it up and instead of laying flat as it is designed, it will go like towards your ass. It will go so then your leg goes in and instead of the pocket going towards the fly, yeah. the pocket is now going towards your ass. Oh, I see what you're saying. So then I have to stick my hand into my pocket <laughs> to flip it, to position it from going from my butt towards my fly. Wow. And then, you know, it's like I am wearing skinnier jeans. So that's really right. a big and then, like, hassle. Three days later, your pants are on. Thank God. Three days later and I'm late <laughs> and I still have to get my iced coffee and there's traffic. Yeah, it's, it is. It's just anything like that that you're just like, this feels like it's too many steps. Even though in that case, it's like, I guess you could store your wallet 
elsewhere. There are ways to get around it, yeah. but it is something I would like to put in the ledger sure. of complaints I'll because mark it down. I'm I'm curious to hear if anyone else has encountered this because it's something I literally don't think of. Right. I get it. It's how you like when you mentioned like how many times in a day we are deleting junk mail. Ugh, so many. Like I never registered that until right. you mentioned that. Yeah. And this is another thing where it's like just this little annoyance. It's usually at the beginning of the day when I'm getting dressed and that just sucks. So that's my complaint. And I'm so grateful to get all of this negative energy out because we have been nice and good. So and it good. is time to channel the positive St. Nicholas baby Jesus, Bethlehem energy <laughs> Yeah. as we jump into some online reviews. Let's do it. So as you all know, Chelsea and I each bring in a review from the internet that we feel needs to be inspected. We read the review, break it down, and rate the impact of the review on a scale from one to five crowns. It's a very regal process that we call Assess That Kvetch. And in honor of this holiday called Christmas, Chelsea and I have found reviews that center around the holiday of Christmas. And Chelsea, my friend, you're first today. Oh my God, yay. Take it away. I hope you have some frankincense and myrrh for your journey. (laughs) (laughs) Review that review. I forgot to tell you that I made a cocktail. Oh, cute. I never drink, but I have absolute citron in here with a sparkling energy drink, and I think I'm getting drunk. Yay. Also, your straw is very festive. It's like a like candy cane. Candy cane, yeah. Very cute tray. All right, you guys. Today, my review is from TripAdvisor. It is a one dot review written by N. Beth S. <laughs> okay. okay we got that from fort worth texas the review is of the moscow ballet the nutcracker west cast oh my god and just like quick little anecdote because i know i'm jewish and you're like oh well what does that jew know about christmas anyway i was obsessed with the nutcracker when i was a kid i collected nutcrackers i went to the ballet every year with my mom oh my gosh and every single year on hanukkah one of my eight presents would be (gasps) tickets to the nutcracker so i love the nutcracker what night was it usually Well, with my parents, what I love that they did was we'd have eight gifts and we could pick any of them. So each day we would just like pick which one we wanted. So it was I usually knew the one in the envelope was probably the Nutcracker tickets, but sometimes they would be creative about it and, you know, like get me a cute little Nutcracker too or something (laughs) with the tickets. I love that. Yeah. So anyway. Well, good. I'm excited to hear what N. Beth S. has to say. Yeah, let's see what Anne Beth S. and her one-dot review think of the Moscow Ballet's production of The Nutcracker. The Moscow Ballet. The best, right? Not. First off, the music was canned. No live orchestra. One of the most beautiful pieces of music in history. And we get to listen to a CD. Then the usher informed us they were low on programs, and the three of us would have to share one. Not really a problem, because the program was pretty much useless. No list of musical movements or scenes. 
mainly advertising their merchandise. The 13 principal dancers were very good. Not excellent, as I would expect a Russian ballet troupe to be, but good. The rest of the cast was sad, often unprepared, out of sync, just making the moves and often not well. The Nutcracker was a stuffed toy? (laughs) Seriously? Drosselmeyer did a poor job of getting hidden characters on and off stage. And the entire production was full of local children! Probably from area dance studios. It was a fiasco. If I wanted to see amateur dancers, I'd go to a local dance recital. They were poorly rehearsed and made the production seem cheap and second rate, which it really was. I paid over $100 per ticket for three of us after Ticketmaster's ridiculous fees. And we would have been overpaying if all three of us had gone for $100 total. This was my first Nutcracker Ballet, and I had been looking forward to it so very much. The Moscow Ballet? How could I go wrong? Well, it did. And it ended up being a complete disappointment. It's no wonder half of the seats downstairs were empty. (gasps) Others must have heard about this troupe's performances in advance. Don't waste your time or money. Oh my god, it's a Karen. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I wait, I really got thrown off there when like three fourths of the way through in Beth S mentions that this was the first time they've ever seen the Nutcracker Ballet. Yeah, but I think they they must I don't know, have a record or something. They seem to know the music. Tchaikovsky. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, okay. Even when you go to okay, I actually I cannot speak to like I know that when you go to the Met Opera, yeah, the ensemble are like hired actors, basically. They're not like opera people. Sure. So like when you go and see the Nutcracker Ballet, like the chances that you're going to be seeing local children in the ensemble are like very high. Sure. Was it like that when you saw like the Philly Ballet? I don't think so, but I think that's because... Philadelphia has like a whole ballet company. Correct. Correct. Right. Because I don't know about an ABT or, you know, I'm sure like the company members are in the back. Yeah. It's sort of similar to an ABT, but like the ABT of Philadelphia. Philly, and there, were, right. there were there were kids that were a part of the company. But like, I, okay, I don't know anything about the Moscow Ballet, but I do know that like many of the greatest ballet dancers were like Russian. Russian. Where are they seeing this performance? It Is seemed- it in Texas? In Texas. So it seems like it's a tour of the Theater Ballet Moscow. So are you expecting this tour from Moscow to have 90 performers? (laughs) You mean touring with them? Right. Like you think like the guy that's playing like the dancing frog, like in the third act as a gift is going to be someone from Russia as well. Like that seems a little odd to me. Right. But I get that NBFS has never seen this. And to their credit, I would be a little perturbed if I noticed that like some of the ensemble people were like not in sync or like right. performing. Poorly. Yeah, if it was enough that it was distracting, I, I can see. I mean, I think the hard part is that they paid a hundred dollars a ticket. I want to talk about that because 
it's expensive, especially because these are international performers. Someone has to be paying for their visas and their housing and accommodations. Then there's all the sets. Then there's all like the cost to put on this ballet. What do you think the Nutcracker being a stuffed toy? Okay, I wrote that down too. That's very odd to me. Why was it not a wooden nutcracker? I know. I thought that was... Or like an actor playing the Nutcracker. Well, doesn't he come... Doesn't the Nutcracker come to life? Yeah. At some point? I think so. Like, I mean, I don't remember, guys. I, didn't, I haven't I seen can't this really, since I was a kid, but... Isn't there like a magic person who like turns the toys Yeah, like winds them up or something. Right. So yeah. I feel like it usually starts with like a prop. Right. And ends with a person. What see was Clara a Russian or was Clara like a local seven year old? I don't know. I, I I think according to this, they're suggesting that it was it was a local seven year old, which does make me wonder if you're right. I mean, and that makes sense if it's a very large cast. Maybe they can't fly everybody in, and, and they do need some locals, and that would make me wonder. Like each city that they go to, they have locals so like if there aren't if the locals in texas are not that great but the locals in california are really great you know are you getting a different performance or is it just that they're hiring locals like they're hiring people from the u.s yeah i'm very confused by this because i would imagine does so i know that n beth s is from fort worth texas so i'm assuming this is she saw this in fort worth i just i think that if you are a ballet company like if you're a ballet theater the Nutcracker is your bread and butter. So it's, it's interesting to me that you would see a touring production of the Nutcracker because that would have to go into an area that doesn't have their own production, I would imagine. So then yeah. are the kids like in a, like, I'm I mean, very perplexed by yeah. this. Yeah. Then someone has to train the, on, the ensemble people. Like how do I'm very confused. I don't know. I mean, I guess I, I did appreciate that they said that the 13 principal dancers were very good, though I thought it was funny not that great. they said that they're not excellent as they would expect a Russian ballet troupe to be, but they were still good. I mean, at least they at least they gave a little bit of credit because from the rest of the review, you would think that everything was terrible, but yeah, I don't know. I think that it's possible that N. Beth S. has high expectations and that their assessment of the production isn't completely accurate. Like maybe they're they're sort of a, a glass half empty kind of person where if, you know, 50, 60 percent of the show is great and, you know, mm-hmm. 40, whatever, 50 is bad, then that's like a total loss for them, which I understand. It's it is a lot of money and I, I get that feeling of being conflicted, but I- I, I don't know. I think what's coming up for me here is like, I appreciate that N. Beth S. really wanted to see the Nutcracker for the material. Yeah. But it does occur to me, if you're going to the Nutcracker Ballet, it's not going to be about the music. It's going to be about the dancing, right? Right. So to me, seeing that it's like canned orchestra, mm-hmm. sure. I mean, not the most ideal, but like, you're going to see the Moscow Ballet Company. So to me, I'm sort of like, okay, fine. Like disappointing, but sure. Right. Also, it's sort of like, if you are that much of a purist, like, why are you going to the Nutcracker? It's like, it's like going to see like the Lion King on Broadway 
it's like the lowest denominator for like the greatest of that art form. Not to sure. say the Lion King is bad, not to say that the Nutcracker is bad, but like, you know, it is the piece that exists to welcome everyone into this art form. So to, to be snobby about it kind of makes me annoyed. I get the price. I get right. that it's expensive and you felt that it was subpar. Right. But like... I think that's an interesting point. I didn't really think about it that way, but I think there is a certain amount of forgiveness that is applied to a holiday show that really, I mean, the CD thing is kind of weird. That was like, that's like a note, but like, you know, it is supposed to be holiday cheer and there's a spirit about it that I think excuses maybe some of the amateurness, like, if the right. kids weren't that great, but they were very cute <laughs> right. and Christmassy, then I think you can get away with a lot more things in a Christmas show than you can in other productions. I do want to talk about these Ticketmaster fees. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're ridiculous. What? I mean, I understand that Ticketmaster has to make their own money as well. Yeah. But that really is super annoying. How oh much God. money just goes to the fees? And the fees can be quite pricey. Okay. So do we think that this is a valuable review? To me, I find value. I, I, I might have a different judgment call than in Beth S, but it is interesting to me that most of the seats were empty. I think that's mm-hmm. such a like shady thing to point out. But, I know. So sad. But facts are facts. Facts are facts. <sighs> I know. There was a lot of caps abuse. Uh, mm. I'm assuming you could tell Toy. in my reading, <laughs> a lot of punctuation abuse happening Mm. a little bit more than I find tolerable. Interesting. Yeah. I'm not anti-caps. I think it can be fun and it sort of makes things pop. So I'm not against it. But in this case, I did feel like it was overused. Do you think N. Beth S. is like a former ballet person who wasn't hired at Moscow? I don't think so. I think similar to other reviews we've had, this is a case of, you know, preference and... Am I 100% confident that everybody else who sees the show is this upset about it? No, I'm not. You're right. But I do think that N. Beth S. is being honest. And I believe them. I agree. Which you know? then, is this common or fluke? Is Hard like this going to gonna be a tempo- typical experience? I mean, I, I would imagine that, to me, I don't know if I'm viewing this wrong, but to me, I just feel like the Nutcracker is so like rudimentary. That it's like not for an adult. It's to like bring children to the theater to see an art. I hear you. There there are certain elements that they identified for me, like the CD. Mm-hmm. I mean, not so much that they used a pre-recording because, yeah, we can't necessarily expect there to be an orchestra on stage. But if the CD or whatever it was, was bad enough that it was very obvious Noticeable, right. that it was a CD... I'm my ears are very sensitive. So that's a little bit like, ugh, I don't know if I'd want to deal with that for however many hours. And also like the stuffed toy, like there are things that they're dropping along the way that I feel like, you know, they wouldn't just make up. And it might be indicative that the quality of the show isn't that great. Same with like the amateurish children ensemble. Like right. I think that's sort of difficult to not notice that when people yeah. are moving in a choreographed um synchronized way. Yeah, I mean not that we want to like eliminate the kids, but it almost <laughs> seems like <laughs> they would be better off Moscow if they just made the show smaller like mm. and like truncated the 
the size of the ensemble just to to maintain the integrity of the show. Like, I wonder if everybody was at the caliber of these 13 principal dancers if and Beth S would have had the same review, right? Because they are saying they're good, but not excellent. Maybe they would have given it like a three star still. I don't think that even if they were good, but excellent, I'm not confident that and Beth S would have given a high review. What do you think? I do really like having a program and I, I really don't like when sure. they're chintzy with that. Oh, um, chintzy with the programs or chintzy with the info in the program? Chancy with handing them out. That that right. bothers me. It makes me feel like I'm not a priority. Do we feel armed? I think so. I think I could crown this. What do I you think? I think I can crown this. Yeah. Let's All right. It. So Chelsea and I each have our own set of one to five crown cards. And in an effort to be fair and not influenced by one another, we will simultaneously reveal our ratings. The queens are tabulating. Are you ready? Yeah. Total score. Wow, Trey, that's that's surprising to me. Trey's holding up four crowns. I'm holding up three crowns. Sorry, my screen is blurry, so it's hard <laughs> to see it. Trey, let us know why you gave N Beth S four crowns. I gave N Beth S four crowns because while I might not agree with their point of view on some of these things, mm-hmm. I do think that this review is very valuable because I imagine it is not publicized anywhere that it is canned music. Yes. I do think that it's important to note that attendance is low. Not that mm-hmm. that necessarily means anything. <sighs> I don't really know what Beth S's experience with ballet and the art form is. Sure. So the whole assessment about the quality of the dancers is uh, neither here nor there. But I heard the point that expectations were really high since they were international. Yes. And they, they weren't that blown away. So... <sighs> I know that there was lots of like spelling and grammar stuff, which I didn't actually see. So to me, the impact here is like, let me research if there is another performance by someone else that has live music, if that is that important to me. So for that reason, I gave it four because I think it would make me question purchasing the tickets. What about you? Why did you do three? I did three for all the same reasons that you just mentioned, but I I think I took off another crown definitely for the caps lock abuse mm-hmm. and also for the the good versus excellent comment. There were there was mm. something in that assessment of they were very good but not excellent that felt a little bit like let's just give the Moscow Ballet Nutcracker West cast a nod without having to punch an insult in there as well. So for that reason, I decided that I needed to give and Beth S three crowns. Great. I love it. I feel like um, my chestnuts are roasting on an open fire for that review. <laughs> Mine too. I mean, if I had them. <gasps> there's a reply. OMG. There's a reply. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now the reply is from uh it's kind of written in russian but ballet moskva and then there's there's some russian after that um anyway here we go dear and beth s <laughs> i'm sorry to tell you that moscow ballet the nutcracker west cast has nothing to do with real theater ballet moscow which you can find here and they inserted a link Our company didn't tour in the USA in 2013. 
In 2012, the art director of the company, Nikolay Bassin, was fired by Moscow Cultural Department. And since that time, the theater has changed a lot. We do not tour abroad at the moment because we changed the repertoire and perform now mainly in Moscow. Okay, now I'm confused because... So they're stating the review is for the wrong organization? That's what I thought at first. And then my like shadar started to go off a little bit for a couple reasons. So they're saying that they didn't tour in the US in 2013, which is when um, this review was written. But it seems like they did tour other times. They also talk about somebody that got fired. fired. And that to me implies well, is he getting fired because he was doing a bad job and misrepresenting the ballet? Because it sounds like there's like an omission within the reply. That's what I was going to say to you is that it feels like there's two things happening here. Yeah. They've, they've denied that this was their company. And then they're yeah. explaining that their company has had a whole change of things exactly. going on. So yeah. that's why I was like, wait, what? And then the other thing that made me go, hmm, was that Enbeth S in their review mentioned that the program was full of merchandise. Right. And they mentioned the pro- the like Moscow ballet or whatever it was several times. So it just makes me feel like if there was lots of merchandise, it was probably, I would think, branded with this information. And I don't know. I don't know that this reply makes me like 100% sure that it was the wrong company. This reply makes me think we licensed our name mm. to somebody else for purposes of a tour. And then we realized that the caliber didn't meet the caliber of our local mm. Russian ballet. And we pulled back. That's can, what I think. Can you read the two names that are being spoken of? It, oh, oh, yes. So the, the way that it's listed in the review. Now, it is a review of the Ballet Moscow. So there, there, there might be a world in which Moscow Ballet, the Nutcracker West, West cast, cast, is sort of a step sibling. Like an umbrella company. Correct. Of Theater Ballet Moscow. And because this review is dragging down the We're average mm-hmm. of Theater Ballet Moscow, which I'm sure is phenomenal. I have no doubt about that. They wanted to make it clear to anybody that is reading this review that's thinking about going in Moscow or whatever, that this is not, we're not affiliated with this. And this is not at all what you can expect to see if you are coming to our theater. I don't know how this makes me feel. It makes me feel more confused. And it just makes me want to say, support your local artists. Yeah. Just support your local ballet dancers. Yeah. I think that's a good point. It's interesting. It doesn't make me feel swayed. It makes me feel more like I shouldn't even attempt to see the thing. Isn't that right. interesting? I know. Well, that's why I, I feel like it's it's just coded in a way that it's like, not us, but also... We've changed If it stuff. were us, right. we're different now. <laughs> you know? 
Very so anyway, I thought that was interesting. I, I was excited to read the reply because usually the replies are, are very straightforward where yes. it's just like, this wasn't us. So sorry, you had a bad experience, but this has nothing to do with us. Or like, please, you know, email us at this address so that we can make it right or whatever it is. But this, I've never read a reply like this before. Anyway, that's it. Good job. Very fun. Thank you. Okay, so let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we can get into RQT's review. Woo, love it. All right, BRB. Hold your crown. We'll be right back. Chelsea and I are so excited to share this exclusive Review Queen offer from superchewer.com. Now, from the makers of BarkBox, Superchewer is a monthly subscription-based service for those dogs that need tougher and more durable toys. Every month, you and your pup will receive a box right to your front door that is loaded with two tough toys, two meaty chews, and two full-size bags of treats that are customizable for allergy and diet preferences. Super Chewer is offering listeners of Review That Review one extra month free when you use our link, superchewer.com slash queen. Sign up right now at superchewer.com slash queen. Game time, Chelsea. Let's play one star zingers on the merrill go round. I don't feel like an icon. Most of the days I feel like I can't. That's with an A. Trey and I have each picked a rotten, scathing, pithy one star zinger. And with 30 seconds on the clock, we'll each try to recite our zinger in as many genres as possible. Just like Queen Meryl, who does it all. Before the clock runs out. All right, Trey, where's your one star zinger from today? Okay. Today, I have a one star zinger from Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. This is written by Tracy L. And this is for the children's book entitled Santa's Husband. Oh, kind of like kind of like Hanukkah Mommy and Santa Daddy or whatever. Sure. Yes. (laughs) I imagine this is companion piece. (laughs) Well, the book is written by Daniel Kibblesmith, and it is imagining that Santa Claus is a homosexual and married to a man. Oh, okay. And I have not read the book, but the cover of the book, Mr. Claus, is a person of color. Okay. So Tracy L's one-star Amazon reviews, subject is, Santa is married to a woman. (laughs) And their zinger is, Santa Claus isn't gay or black. Oh my god. You guys, Santa yeah. Claus isn't real. Santa Claus is a right? fake character. Why can't Santa Claus be gay? And black? So, Tracy L, Santa Claus isn't gay or black. All right. Sorry, Tracy, trying to diversify. Jeez Louise. All right, Trey. 
I think today you're going to be strapped into Blitzen. Why <gasps> Blitzen? Because Rudolph always gets all the attention. Got to spread it out a little bit. Rudolph is not the only reindeer in Santa's arsenal. So very, Trey, very true. You're strapped into Blitzen. Whew. All right, I'm going to give Blitzen a carrot, and I am ready to go. All right, let's do it. Three, two, one, go! Disaster. <gasps> Santa Claus isn't gay or black. Yankee. Santa Claus isn't gay or black. Melodrama. Santa Claus isn't gay or black. Lifetime. Santa Claus isn't gay or black. Southern. Santa Claus ain't gay or black. Two, one. Uh, that That's was all. really good, Trey. Oh, thank you. Good I must have had job. a lifetime of ignorance around me in order to <laughs> really embody that. All right, wow. Chels. How many was that? Five. Yeah. Excellent, Queen. All right, my Queen. What about you? What is your one star zinger for Tada? For Tada. For today, my one star zinger is for Christmas lights. Mm hmm. I guess I'll say the whole title, even though it infuriates me. This is a review from Amazon for C9 Christmas string lights, outdoor, indoor, extendable, 50 LED, 49 feet, waterproof, green, wire, string lights, plug-in fairy lights for Christmas mm -hmm. tree, patio party, decorations, multicolor. I mean, it's super califragilisticexpialidocious. I got us a sound cue. <laughs> oh my god! Yay! I was gonna say, should my our sound cue just be like, "Is this title going to infuriate me?" Oh yeah, yeah. Well, they got all their bases covered. <laughs> Exactly. All right. So this review is written by Patricia. It is obviously a one star review. The subject is they are not bright at all. <laughs> and the review is returning them. They are so dim. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. All right. Yes. So I'm going to strap you into Donner. Yay. Because oh my Donner God, and Blitzen are next to each other. And also Chelsea Don. Hello. <gasps> Oh my gosh, and the Donner Party. I mean, let's not affiliate my <laughs> people <laughs> with those Ooh. people who of, of whom we have no relation in case there was any thought. Okay, I'm glad you cleared that up. Okay. Yes. All right. So, oh my God, and you talked about sneezing while eating. What is that? The, was that? I didn't see. They it, ate each but... other. The Donners. Okay, I'm not eating okay. people. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right. So you're All strapped right. into Donner. Okay. And um, all right, let's go. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Three, two, one, go! Adult film. Returning them. They're so dim, it's ridiculous. Opera diva. Returning them. They're so dim, it's ridiculous. Musical theater. Returning them. They're so dim, it's ridiculous. Game show. Returning them. They're so dim, it's ridiculous. Magic show. Returning them. They're so dim. It's ridiculous. Disney. Returning them. They're so dim. It's ridiculous. That's all. <laughs> I love that your Disney is always like a chipmunk. Yeah. It's 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 Mickey chipmunk. Yeah. Okay. You got six. Yay. Very good, Quinn. Thank you. That was fun. Review that review. 
All right, we're back from that rousing game break. (laughs) And it's your turn, Try. All right, so today I have a one-star review from Yelp. Okay. Also written by a Tracy. Whoa, I didn't realize that. Oh, interesting. Wait, it's also Tracy L. Okay, that's weird. Was your zinger Tracy L? Yes. Very oh. weird, and I didn't realize that until this very moment. Okay. Oh my goodness. But I think that it's um weird. I, I don't think it's the same Tracy L. Okay. Once okay. this is one star review written by Tracy L on Yelp for that's weird. Very weird. Yeah. For the Christmas tree shop. <gasps> I really like the Christmas tree shop. I've never so been I'll be in upset. one. I've been many a time. So this is specific to I'm I'm kind of I kind of don't want to say the city. So I'm just gonna say in New Jersey. Great. Horrible place of business. Managers do not care at all about employees. They talk down to them and treat them like absolute garbage. It's disgusting. The store manager, Linda, has no idea how to run a business and has absolutely no class During their morning meetings, she would constantly yell at employees. Very nasty woman. There have been men-h times where I've seen several managers talk to the employees like they're the worst thing in the world. The store is almost always a mess. Filthy. The products are of terrible quality. They have some time called an as-is section, which is basically them trying to sell broken and no-good products. The store is disgusting. I recently saw not one, but two customers approach customer service, having cut their hands on broken glass that was sitting on the shelf, and all the only thing they did for those customers was clean up their cuts and give them a Band-Aid. Not even a coupon! What kind of business is this? Horrible, horrible, horrible. We'll never step foot in that store again. You can get better quality products for similar prices anywhere else. Store needs a serious makeover, starting with the disgrace of managers they have there. Wow, Tracy L, not to be confused with Tracy L, you know what I mean? (laughs) So I thought this review was interesting because I think this might be our first example of a former employee. Of a former employee. Good job, Trey. I I haven't come across anything like this. Like this is one of those reviews on Yelp where if anybody went on Yelp and did like report this review and you can do a reason, like you can say, This is a disgruntled employee. Oh, really? I think that this would be like gone in a second. Because there's so much evidence here. What's really funny to me is if this is not an employee. (laughs) (laughs) Then they must have been in that store all the time. Like, how much are you hanging out in the like what are you doing? Are you are you filming a documentary about the Christmas tree shot? Like what? Well, it had no, they they reveal their hand because they say during their morning meetings, she would constantly yell at employees. So like you have to be an employee to be in the morning meeting. I guess, unless, again, you're like lurking in the corner. It just doesn't make any sense to me that they would give so, so much blatant, like the meeting, evidence to the fact that they worked there. Exactly. And yet not address the fact that they worked there. It's like, 
<gasps> were they doing that because because they signed some sort of you know agreement so they're going by they stole tracy l's name and they've written this review to try to be anonymous like, do I, you I think that the christmas tree shop has an nda for their employees <laughs> I just I'm I'm questioning Tracy L here because honestly, with the assessment that Tracy L is giving, I would have preferred that they say, listen, I used to work at the store. Right. And I know firsthand a disclosure how terrible it is. You can say I'm a disgruntled employee or whatever it is. But here are the things that I personally saw while spending time in the store. That I, I almost would have respected. It is interesting they don't self-identify. Right. Otherwise, yet they do. I would think that this would go on like glass door or exactly. like because it really I mean, they they really do say the store is constantly gross, it's dangerous. They know about the band-aid incident. They they just know too much. Right. So then, okay. So then is it valuable because you want to patronize a store that's gonna care for their employees? I mean, Chick-fil-A cares about their employees. I'll never step foot in there. Right, right. I mean, I'm going to say no. I just, I don't trust Tracy L. I don't know what their agenda is. I don't know the circumstance under which they were fired or left working this store. I do know that they they just feel a little bit shady and a little bit almost unhinged because... (laughs) If you're going to write this much detail, like we said, show your hand. Like, what what's happening here? I, I feel it's it's almost an episode. It's interesting that they say they will never step foot in, in the store again. I wonder if right. they were fired. Do you think Linda fired them? You know what I think? I think there was a really bad morning meeting mm. and Linda just jumped down her throat. And that was the final day. And she took off her Christmas tree shop smock. And and walked out the door. That's what I think. I bet um, someone cut their hand and they went to Tracy for coupons and Linda wouldn't authorize the coupons. And then Tracy brought it up in the meeting and Tracy fired her. I I mean, the grammar. I I was just going to say, I, I, it is. (laughs) We could hardly get through it. They they say shelve, S-H-E-L-V-E. So it's not shelf or shelves. Also, like, there's multiple run-on sentences. It was very confusing. Do you? So, do we? I don't know. Do we think that Tracy's being truthful? I think that Tracy is. I don't. Trust I don't Tracy. know. Sorry. I do believe that it probably is dirty, and I do believe that like maybe the quality of the products are lower, and you could get them at a similar. Pr- well, I don't know. It's like I don't know. That, I've never been in a store, so you like it. I it? have. I like Christmas Tree Shop. It's it's sort of a misleading name for what it is. It, it does have a Christmas vibe to it, but it's an all-year-round store. Right. And it's a discount store. Oh. Like, they have a ton of... It's sort of like a Ross or TJ Maxx, except it's new products. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that they're not new products at those stores, but I'm just saying it's it's like, you know, they have inventory... And it is, you know, kind of cheaper stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's say you were going to throw a party or something like that and you wanted to get like a punch bowl, but also like cute napkins for your thing and maybe a cheese board. Like if you wanted sort of a variety and, and then also maybe a cozy blanket, sure, why not? A variety of items, 
You could go to the Christmas Christmas tree shop. And the reason I think in my mind I compare it to a TJ Maxx or Ross is it's almost like an outing, yeah. you know, like when you're just like, I need something to do. I'll go walk around the Christmas tree shop. I bet I'll find something that I could use. And it's cheap enough where it's like good retail therapy, if that makes sense. Yeah. So do we think that if Tracy L was a former employee, do you think that they had a common experience? I mean, none of it matters to me because right. I'm not going to apply there. But <laughs> right. Yeah, but, th- but, but that being said, Trey, beyond the apply there, I mean, which I guess is implied because they're saying management is terrible. They're not telling us they worked here. They're presenting this review as if, I mean, though, of course, yeah. they're, they're giving it all away, but they're giving this review as if they're a customer. That is true. Why do they not just say that? You know, why don't they have a preface? Yeah. All right. Well, was it humorous? No. No. It wasn't humorous. Would you hang this on your fridge? I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't hang it on my fridge with a pretty bow and like magnet <laughs> from the Christmas tree shop. I would buy the pretty bow magnet, <laughs> but I don't think I would use it to hang up Tracy L's review. So before we crown, you should know that two people have found this useful. Also, I can see Tracy L has only written two reviews. I mean, Tracy. So L. I bet Tracy just made this account. I bet that's not their name. You, you don't need to be a detective to figure this one out. You know what I mean? I bet her name is Lacey and her last name starts with the T. <laughs> yeah. So this is really Lacey T writing Woo! under the pseudonym Tracy L. We see. They're obviously not very see, good. Lacey. You're right. Cloaking the truth. All right. I could crown this. What do you think? I can crown this. All right. Let's crown it. The Queens are tabulating. What? Are you ready? I'm ready. Total score. I'm holding up one crown and Trey is holding up a half crown. I gave the one crown because, all right, maybe it maybe it's dusty. I don't love the idea of a place abusing their staff. And for that, I'll give it the one crown. But my one crown is very suspicious because I don't trust Tracy L. I don't trust their assessment. I know if I were online and I were looking at reviews, I would immediately think that they were an employee and I would need to move on and and continue reading. There's no way I could have a full stop after this review and say, no, I'm not going to the Christmas tree shop. So for that reason, I didn't think that Tracy L. deserved more than a crown. Why did you cut your crown in half, Trey? Everything that you just said, ultimately, I'm not coming to Yelp to find out what it's like as an employee. Right. Yeah, it colors my um, opinion. But other than it might be dirty and low quality products, which I sort of already had an assumption while having never stepped in to a Christmas tree shop, Mm -hmm. there's nothing to learn here because I I don't trust the narrator. Agreed. That's why I gave half a crown. I, I and totally the spelling, good lord. Oh, yeah, you're right. Should have taken another half crown off for that spelling. Anyway. Sorry, Lacey. Sorry, Lacey T. <laughs> good review, Trey. I really I, I enjoyed that. <laughs> um, all right, my queen. So I think that we have reached the most regal portion of the show. Yes. Who are you inducting today for? My Royal Highness. Thank you so much for asking, Trey. You're welcome. All right. My Royal Highness today, I think, is very important. And I, I'm I'm not going to get verklempt. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try not to get verklempt when I do this. I'm going to give my Royal Highness to Jonathan Larson. 
And if you're listening and you don't know who Jonathan Larson is, Jonathan Larson wrote the epic rock opera, Rent. Mm -hmm. It's obviously incredible. It's been running for years and there's tons of people that are the biggest fans of the show. And Jonathan Larson is an epic artist. And he passed away at 35, way, way before his prime. And perhaps the most tragic element of his passing was that he actually passed away the night of the first off-Broadway preview of his show. So he never got to see the success that Rent became. And, I just want to interject and yeah. say it would be as if Lin-Manuel Miranda died the day of the first preview of the off-Broadway run of Hamilton. Correct. Never getting to see the phenomenon and ultimately the course change that Rent was for the art form of musical theater. It has never been the same since Never. Rent. Never. And that's a really good analogy, I think, for people who don't understand and who, who weren't so involved with like the Rent family, because I loved Rent from a very, very young age. And you know, this past week I watched Tick, Tick, Boom on Netflix, which if you're listening, like run, don't walk to go see Tick, Tick, Boom. It's so good. If you have even like a shred of empathy, please bring a pack of tissues with you because I was hysterical for the entire third act of the show. And first of all, he, uh, Jonathan Larson, I should point out, also wrote Tick, Tick, Boom. And besides the fact that it's such an epic show, it really chronicles Jonathan's life and beyond Jonathan's life, really the life of any artist who's struggling. <laughs> we have this dream within us. We want to do something that is bigger than, than us. We feel we're meant to express ourselves in a certain way. And we don't always get to do that. We don't always get to make the money that we want to, that we want to make or that we should make from having this knowingness that this is what we're meant to do with our lives. And watching Jonathan go through this experience and live his whole life as if he's running out of time to get his words out into the world, knowing that he is running out of time. All right. But what was so beautiful is that he managed to do it. He, he did get it in. He, he got in right under the wire and he has his work that he shared with all of us and we get to benefit from it. So... Ugh, I'm so verklempt. I love you, Jonathan Larson. I wish I got to know you personally. And I'm so sorry that the world was deprived of you. But I'm so honored to induct you tonight as my Christmas Miracle Royal Highness. Thank you, Jonathan Larson. It's very interesting. I just have to like interject here. Yeah. I am someone who never saw Rent on Broadway. <gasps> I saw like the recorded final performance, mm -hmm. but I never sat at the Nederlander Theater <sighs> and saw it. And it wasn't my thing. I was in love with Miss Saigon. I was in love with Les Mis. But my friend from preschool, Rachel Broadwell, who's a listener, she gave me the cast recording to Tick, Tick, Boom. Mm -hmm. And I was obsessed. I may yeah. be a unique person in the fact that like I could sing you the entire cast recording of Tick, Tick, Boom. And I, can, I only know the highlights of Rent. <laughs> And I have, I, when I saw Rent Live, when they did it on NBC or Fox or whatever, mm -hmm. I was thinking, I wonder, like, what would Jonathan Larson have changed if he had lived for it to be transferred to Broadway mm -hmm. and to get licensing? and Because he died before, like, he died in the preview. Yeah. Like, that's, like, the 
heartbeat of the most amount of work and tweaking and changing that happens. So that's just a random consideration. And then also, it is interesting to note that Tick, Tick, Boom was based on his one-man show that he would do. So the numbers and some of the banter and, and patter when he passed away, I believe it was his sister and one of his closest friends mm-hmm. was a producer. And they devised the piece to be a three-person musical based on trunk songs. And and wow. um, th- and there are videos on YouTube where he was literally doing it like on the Lower East Side singing. So cool. And that was how the movie made it seem. The, okay, they good, really good, good. did a good job. I, have you not seen it yet? I haven't it's seen it yet. Epic. David and I are waiting. It's epic. And they did really make it seem like that. So that that is interesting to know. Come to Your Senses, which is a song from TikTok Ugh. Boom, used to be one of my like two or three musical theater audition songs back in I'm the day. I'm embarrassed to tell you that it was one of mine too. <gasps> Stop! Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. I had it in my book. Oh my God, me too. That is so weird, Dre. It's so embarrassing. But also like, uh, what a connection. That's amazing Whew, i feel heavy i like need to get a breath out of i really do feel verklempt all right tell us try who are you inducting for your royal highness i'm going to induct the bad christmas movie bingo game okay all right so let me tell you about this so my husband has a co-worker colleague named kiwi callahan and kiwi and her husband matt created this oh. board board game. Wow. So it's it's bad Christmas movie bingo. And what it is, while like Lifetime or Hallmark movies are going, and <gasps> everyone gets a different bingo sheet. Oh my God, I love this. And so you're watching like a honky-tonk Christmas in Nashville. <laughs> and everyone has different prompts on their individual cards. So just for example, so then you're trying to get bingo. So some of them are... This is one of the random cards. They all have different things. Sure. This one is um, clearly filmed in summer. <laughs> Picking out a Christmas tree together. Aww. Holding a cup of coffee. Okay. Fake snow on the ground. Oh, look, a small town. <laughs> a widow or a widower. <gasps> oh my God, that's so true. <laughs> the wacky older character. Yes. Quirky in or bed and breakfast. Anyway, oh it's my God. so hilarious. So good. They created this a couple of years ago. You can go to bagchristmasmoviebingo.com to buy it. I'm going to buy it's, it. I have a friend that I know will love this. It's so good. It's so funny. You should get it because this this really has helped with like, well, it's the Christmas. What are we going to do? We've already eaten. Like It's like where we've opened the presents. And it's like inevitably Hallmark is on or Lifetime is on. And just like the activity of trying to beat everyone um, with the cliches of those horrible Christmas movies, just mm, chef's kiss. Love. So that's why I'm inducting Bad Christmas Movie Bingo by Kiwi and Matt Callahan. You are my Royal Highness. Love that. Can't wait to buy it. Also, like, thank you, because there was some on my Christmas list that I didn't know what to get them. And now it's a really good gift. It's the perfect gift. So yay for that. And I've never met Kiwi. I don't know Matt. Like, I'm not inducting them because I know them. Right. I, David knows them, which is why he got it to support them. Sure. And it's like a lifesaver with family drama and my family. So I'm into that's it. That. All right, Love my it. queen. That's it. Merry Christmas, Merry Chelsea. Merry Christmas, Trey. 
That's it. That's our Christmas round on the Ferris wheel cue life of reviews and truth and um, Donner and Blitzen and who's that other holes. guy? Was it Rudolph? Thank you for joining us today. If you like what you heard, will you please do us a favor? Talk about it around that Christmas ham. Okay. Tell a friend. And if you don't like it, tell that annoying relative <laughs> um, that's eating too much of the Christmas ham. Yes. Um, we would love for you to join our mailing list so that you can stay up to date with the goings on in the Queendom. You'll be the first to know when we're doing raffles, etc. Uh, you can join our mailing list at reviewthatreview.com. Scroll all the way down. You'll see the little box. We also have a link in our show notes below. Hit up our voicemail box, one eight five zero review 0 You can follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens. I'm at Chelsea BD, and that's Chelsea with a Y, and I remembered that I'm not Trey today. And I'm <laughs> at Trey Gerald. Become a member of the Royal Court when you join our Patreon at patreon.com slash review that review. And remember, ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific queen. Obviously. Bye. Bye, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry ho ho. Ho ho ho. Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by Trey Gerald. With voiceover talents by Ida Kaminsky, our cover art was designed by Loka Vora, and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. God, Chelsea, I think I might be a little chipsy. Oh, yeah. You never drink. I never drink. So like this one <laughs> little shot of absolute citron is making me feel bubbly.